Hey, Zach here, and before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know that you can actually grab the recordings of our most recent Facebook and Instagram ads for List Building Bootcamp for just $25. Now, in January of 2024, we hosted a five-day live training where we walked our clients through step-by-step how to set up ads that grow their email list every single day so that they're always growing their business, always growing their audience, and always having new people to make offers to. Now, what's really great about this bootcamp is we have literally dozens of client results from it, and you can get the recordings of that most recent one from January of 2024 for just 25 bucks. All you have to do is head to theadsbootcamp.com. Again, that's theadsbootcamp.com. And you're going to learn step-by-step through how people were able to grow their list. Um, We have incredible results like Zeta, who added 67 leads to her list in just five days at $1.80 a piece, or Nora Jean, who added 62 leads for $1.12 in those five days. We have Brenda, who added over 500 people to her list over the course of a week, under $0.50 a piece. Uh, Heather Lalonde who did over 200 leads at 50 cents a piece. Amy Hughes, who added over 300 leads in a week. I mean, the list goes on and on. And those are just our January testimonials. We have even more than that, plus testimonials from the last seven times we've done this. And we would love to have you in next. So if you head over to theadsbootcamp.com, you can grab the recordings for just 25 bucks. It'll walk you step-by-step through growing your list. And in less than five days, you could have tons of new leads pouring into your list every day, semi-automated with Facebook advertising. So check it out and let's get into this week's episode. This is the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast, episode number 136. And on this episode, I'm taking you behind the scenes of what I've learned running over $600,000 in advertising for myself and my clients. So if you want to run ads for your business and you think you're ready for paid media, this episode is for you. So stay tuned. Hey there, you're listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. My name is Zach Spuckler, and on this show, we talk about how to go from passionate side hustler to full-time online business owner with tips, tricks, and interviews to help you take it to the next level. Let's do it. What, what, what is up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. Now, I'm really stoked on this episode because it's our first content-heavy episode since we brought the podcast back, and I'm really stoked to just get into it and start sharing with you again. Now, before we dive in, I want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by our upcoming program on creating a successful launch for your first time. Now, if you want to get more details on this program, we're calling it Operation Ads and Launching, though it's not officially named yet. You can head over to heartsoulhustle.com forward slash waitlist. Again, that's heartsoulhustle.com forward slash waitlist. And you can get on the waitlist so that we can let you know the minute the doors open. So, Let's dive into it. For those of you who don't know, who may be new to the show, or maybe you're not new to the show, but you're just a little out of the loop with what I've been working on, uh, for the past two years, I've also been running a Facebook ads agency. I've been managing ads for launches for clients that are doing their first successful launch to you know, their first $300,000 launch to you know, their second or third $300,000 launch. And I've started to notice these trends, 
And so I did a little bit of number crunching and I realized that personally in my own ads account and professionally for my clients, I've managed over $600,000 in ad spend. And I wanted to share with you today the five big lessons that I've taken away from managing such large budgets, uh, managing various budgets and really what I see works with Facebook advertising. So I'll run through the list of what we're going to talk about today first, just to give you a little preview of what's coming, and then we'll get into the logistics of each one. So the five lessons that we're going to cover today are, number one, make sure that you're pre-launching between launches. Number two, make sure to build and optimize your custom audiences. Number three, make sure you have a plan for your strategy. Number four, reverse engineer your numbers before you start. And number five, be willing to play the long game. Now we're going to go into each of these one at a time. So first, let's talk about launching between launches. I have a good friend, uh, Tiffany Lee Bymaster, who goes by Coach Glitter on the internet. You may have heard of her. We've had her on the show before. And she has this saying that I absolutely love, which is, if you're not launching, you're pre-launching. And it's basically a way of saying, you know, if you want to get results, if you want to be moving forward with your business, if you want that forward momentum, then you always have to be thinking forward about the next launch. So in action, what that looks like is that you're always running ads, okay? I recommend to my clients that when they're going into a launch at least six to eight weeks before that launch, they start running ads just to engage and reach new audiences. So for example, some of our clients run warm-up content, which is just Facebook Lives or Instagram posts that have done exceptionally well for their business or organically have done really well that they want to amplify with advertising. We also have clients that just build their email list between launches and put them into a welcome sequence and get them on the wait list for their program. But regardless of whether you're building your list or amplifying free content, what I want you to understand is what I'm ultimately doing between launches is I'm building my pool of warm audiences that I can retarget. Now, if you're kind of like, what does that mean, Zach? <laughs> Basically, if you get people to engage with your Facebook ad, whether it be watching a video, liking an Instagram post, or just engaging with you overall, you can then run ads specifically to the people who have taken that engaged action. So between launches, what I like to do is cultivate an audience. Okay, and that's really what we're talking about here. Between launches, you want to cultivate your audience. So like, for example, we are in the process of gearing up for our own launch. And so I am running ads to my podcast and I'm running ads to my email list. And we're being a little conservative right now uh, for various reasons, but basically we're adding, you know, 20 to 25 new people to our email list a day on a day-to-day -day basis. And we're reaching, you know, 500 to a thousand people a day with our free content. Now I tell you that because I want you to understand that launching isn't this quick, dollar in, dollar out money-making machine that we kind of have been led to believe it is, right? A lot of times we think, oh, I'm going to do a webinar on Thursday, which means I'll start running ads seven days before, and then I'll turn $1 on Facebook ads into $5 in revenue. And yes, you can get those results. Yes, it sometimes works. But in reality, when we look at our clients personally and professionally who have gotten the biggest results with their ads, 
they're not just running ads during that 10-day vacuum. They're running ads all the time because now people are familiar with their content. Now people are familiar with their podcasts, with their Facebook lives, with them, and they're more likely to trust them when the doors finally open and it's time to buy. So all of that to say, if you're not launching, you're pre-launching, credit to Tiffany Lee Bymaster, Coach Glitter, um, you want to always be running ads and always be amplifying your content. Now, one other thing that I'll throw in here is that we are working with one client who is not just building their email list, but also selling a low ticket product. And I referenced this in episode 135, uh, where you can, you can check this out about how low ticket products can be a really good gateway to generating leads, but paying leads. So with one client, we've got a $27 offer, um, with some order bumps and upsells, and we've done, uh, over 1,200 sales of that product and over $50,000 in revenue. Now, that's not all profit. You have to spend money to make money when it comes to advertising a low-ticket product, but she's got over 1,200 people that are now customers of her product that are more likely to buy when she launches her high-ticket product. And we've seen that historically, that when a client is attracting paying customers with either a tripwire or a low ticket offer, they tend to get more buyers when the official quote unquote launch happens. So that's my first tip, you know, be launching between launches, whether it's, you know, warming up people with Facebook lives, whether it's building your email list, whether it is launching an SLO, self-liquidating offer or low ticket product. You always want to be growing your audience. And that's that's takeaway number one. If you're not launching, you're growing your audience. Second tip that I want to talk about is building out and leveraging your custom audiences. So for all of our clients, we have a core process that we take them through to make sure that they are maximizing the results they could be getting with their Facebook ads. And if you want to see this process in action... You can go to heartsoulhustle.com forward slash DIY audit, and we have a free PDF that walks you through um, how to audit your own Facebook ads account and make sure that you're maximizing your audiences, both custom and cold, so that you can get the most results. So um, I'm going to talk through this, but if you want this in written format, it's heartsoulhustle.com forward slash DIY audit. Okay. So first things first, you have three sets of audiences that I like to think of. You got warm, lookalike, and cold. Okay. Warm, you got five audiences you can target with your Facebook ads. So you can actually target people who have visited your website. You can target people who are on your email list. You can target people that have watched your videos on Facebook. You can target people that have engaged with you or your ads on Facebook and people who have engaged with you or your ads on Instagram. So those are going to be your warm audiences. Those are people who already know you. They've already engaged with you. They've already seen your content. And basically those warm audiences are most likely to convert and at a lower price. The other audiences you have, lookalike and cold, we're going to jump to cold. Cold is basically people who like Amy Porterfield, people who like um, Walmart, right? It's people who like and engage with various pages on Facebook. 
But between warm and cold is what are called lookalike audiences. And lookalike audiences are a type of custom audience that I recommend everyone test. So basically a lookalike is saying, hey, Facebook, I've got an email list of 500 people, and I want you to find people on Facebook who look a lot like the people on my email list. And Facebook and its algorithm are actually smart enough to decipher who is similar to who's already on my email list. Now, you can do lookalikes of website custom audiences. You can do lookalikes of email lists. You can do lookalikes of Instagram engagement, Facebook engagement, video watchers. And so you can see how that could be a really powerful audience. So that being said, I love my lookalike audiences, but I don't rely on them solely. So I'm always testing both cold, warm, and lookalike anytime I go into a new campaign with a client. Um, And there's various reasons for that that we can get into. But what I want you to understand is that if you are running Facebook ads and you have any size audience, really over 500 like on Instagram or your email list or even on Facebook, then you want to test out your warm audiences, your lookalike audiences, and your cold audiences. But you, the custom ones are your warms and your lookalikes. You always want to create and test these custom audiences. Because think about it. Somebody who's already on your email list, you might be like, why would I run an ad to them if they're already on my email list? Well, because maybe they don't open your emails, but they're going to see your ad on Facebook. Um, maybe somebody who engages with you on Instagram doesn't see your latest post, but they get an ad about your latest masterclass. So you can see how engaging your warmest audience is really powerful. Your lookalike audience is usually the second most powerful targeting. And then cold can be just as powerful as lookalike. But I find with a lot of our clients, the lookalike and the warms really crush it. And it's absolutely worth putting money behind them. So that's number two, build and and leverage your custom audiences. The third lesson I've learned is that you need to have a plan for your ad strategy. So when I talk to a lot of potential clients, or people in my audience, what I hear is, well, I'm going to spend X amount on Facebook ads, and my plan is to make X amount of dollars, and I've got two weeks to do it. Okay, (laughs) let's talk about that. Yes, that is technically a plan in the sense that you know how much you want to spend, you know what your goals are. But when I'm talking about a plan, I'm saying you want to really plan out every piece of the ads for your launch. So when we work with our uh, one-on-one clients inside the agency, we actually create a complete Excel document that documents what ads are going live, at what time they're going live, what the budget is for them, what the creative and images are, and we link everything to this central master document. Now, if you're just a solopreneur or you have a small team, I will say you don't need to do this, but if you take the time to actually map out when and how the ads are going live during your launch, it will serve you incredibly well. Because what I find with most people is not that they are ignorant or that they don't want to be aware of what's happening, but once the launch kind of takes off, once the rocket leaves the, the, the pad, everything moves so fast. And you don't want to be stuck waiting, or not waiting, I should say. I guess I should say you don't want to be stuck scrambling, trying to see, oh, what ad goes live today? And and did I put that ad up? And oh, I need to turn that ad off. Instead, if you map out your ads, you'll actually know what goes live, when it goes live, how it goes live, and how to use those ads. 
Once you've mapped it out, I recommend that you create all your ads in advance. So a lot of times, and I'm guilty of this, when we're in a major promo, we're like, oh, I forgot I needed this ad because I didn't map it out. So I'll just throw it together real quick in between masterclasses or in between launch strategies. And that's all good and well, but what I will say is that if you're not if you're not clear on what you already need to have, then you have to create everything in the moment. And creating everything in the moment steals you away from the high conversional strategies. Because yes, copy is is important. Yes, your ads are important. But at the end of the day, so is showing up for your launch. And if you're busy writing and creating Facebook ads in the moment, you're ultimately going to fall behind when you have to do the launch. So I recommend that you map them out, create them in advance, and then schedule them in advance. So with Facebook ads, you can actually say, I don't want my ads to start for another week. And here's the date that I want them to end. So if you have a map and all the content, you can then schedule it and then you can monitor everything in real time, but you don't have to worry about doing everything in real time. And so that's what we like to do is we like to map it out, create the content, schedule the content. And ultimately that means we've executed the plan. So quick recap on what we've covered, and then we'll jump into the last two lessons. Lesson one, if you're not launching, you're in pre-launch. Lesson two, make sure to build and use your custom audiences. Lesson three, make sure you have a plan for your strategy, including mapping, writing, and scheduling all your ads. And then number four lesson is reverse engineer the numbers. So we referenced this earlier, but when I talk to a lot of uh, budding entrepreneurs or online business owners, what they say is, oh, I want to spend X on Facebook ads and I want to generate Y in revenue. And a lot of times those numbers are just kind of numbers they've pulled out of thin air. And that's because not a lot of people talk about how to actually calculate your potential for success. And when I say calculate your potential for success, I'm literally talking about calculating the numbers you need to hit your goals. So for example, if I want to have a $1,000 launch and my product is $100, I know that I need to sell 10 units. But I can also look at my conversion rate. Let's say my conversion rate is 5%. Well, if I know my conversion rate is 5% and I need to sell 10 units, I can divide 10 units by 5% and that'll give me 200 leads. So I know that I need to get 200 leads to sell my 10 copies. Now I can take this a step further and say, if I'm getting all those leads from ads and my average cost per lead is like $5, then I know I need to spend $1,000 on ads to get all those leads. Now you might initially be like, well, if I have to spend 1,000 to make 1,000, that's not gonna work. And that's why I always recommend crunching the numbers because you can price your product based on marketing costs. In traditional business, a lot of times the marketing costs are built into the product costs. But we as online entrepreneurs forget that and we don't always do that. So if I was looking at that same product and I could say like, oh, $100 isn't enough to sustain my $5 cost per lead. So perhaps I double the price of the program to 200. If I crunch the numbers again and I wanna make $2,000 because I know I need $1,000 in lead gen, I could say, okay, I want to make $2,000. It's a $200 program. I need to sell 10 units. At a 5% conversion rate, I need to get 200 leads. And at a $5 cost per lead, that's $1,000. 
Now my revenue is 2000. My, my budget is a thousand. I can double my revenue on that. Okay. So I always recommend that you take the time and we do this with our clients to actually calculate what the budget should be. Don't choose a budget based on how much money you have in the bank. Calculate the budget based on what you're trying to achieve. Now that comes with a little word of, of caution or experience, I should say which is that if you calculate the numbers and you're like, I don't have that much money to spend, then you can also calculate the other way and figure out how many leads you'll get from your budget, uh, what your conversion rate has been historically, and then you can calculate what your revenue and profitability would look like. So I tell people, like, don't be afraid to get into the numbers. Yes, the conversion is fun. Yes, selling the webinar and creating the content is fun, but don't forget that the math behind what you're doing can be just as powerful, maybe not as fun, but just as powerful as some of those activities like creating a good webinar, creating relevant content, um, creating pre-launch content, okay? And the fifth lesson is that I just want you to think about playing the long game. So what's been interesting is I've worked with clients who come in, do a launch, and then leave, and then come back you know, three months, six months later, And I've also worked with clients who work with us every month between launches. And yes, sometimes they may take a couple weeks off or they might pause promotion for the month of a holiday or something like that. But what I've noticed is that the clients who stick with us and are playing the long game are getting the biggest return. So to really ground this, to tell you what I mean, I worked with a client on one of their first big launches. It was $40,000 in revenue. And I stuck with them for another year almost. And they cr- they crushed a six-figure launch um, eight to 12 months later. I'd have to look at the calendar to give you exact dates. But within the next 12 months, they crushed a six-figure launch. And I started to ask myself, why was that? And that's because they were engaging their audience in launches and content and list building all the time. This particular client puts out a weekly podcast. They put out regular Instagram content. They engage with their audience. And what I find is that the people who are playing the long game, who aren't like, I need this launch to be the big launch. I need to quit my job right now. I need, I need, I need. The people who are coming from a place of abundance and opportunity and not from a place of scarcity and this has to work, they get better results. The people I work with who are like, this has to work. I I have no other choice. I'm painted myself into a corner. Whether that's completely true or in their head, those people struggle to get results. What does that have to do with the long game? Well, here's the thing. The people who are playing the long game know that just because this launch didn't perform at the level they wanted it to doesn't mean the next one won't. And I want to give that a second to sink in. Just because where you are right now isn't where you want to be doesn't mean that you can't get to where you want to be the next time you launch or promote. So the clients that get that and are doing stuff between launches and are playing the long game realize that some people go through their launch multiple times before they buy. They might attend the same masterclass or different masterclass or different challenges or different video series before they make the decision to buy the program. Um, I have a good friend who talks about his launches And he said that some people, he launches once a year, and some people have gone through the launch three times before they bought a program. That's three years that people are sitting on a decision. So the people who play the long game, they are the winners. Now, just a little bonus tip that I want to give you, and then we'll recap everything and tell you where to get the show notes. Um, 
is that you want to create a revenue generating machine. Okay. And I'm not talking about a sales funnel. I'm not talking about an automated webinar. What I'm talking about is that whatever you use to sell your program, whatever you're using to sell your product, you need to create an automated sales machine. Okay. So that means if you're doing a webinar, it needs to convert. If you're doing a challenge, it needs to convert. If you're doing a video series, it needs to convert. Because a lot of times when we run Facebook ads, we kind of think, well, if I get the leads, I'll get the sales. And that is not always true. So when I say create a machine, what I'm really saying is you need to get crystal clear on your messaging, your marketing, your positioning, your product, so that people who come to you to buy or learn more know how to buy, know what to buy, feel like they need to buy. If you run, you know, your first launch and you spend 5,000 on ads, but your messaging and your marketing are not matched up to your audience, you won't sell anything. And, you know, we've been fortunate enough that we work with clients who get this, but a lot of times we go, oh, the Facebook ads didn't work. Or I spent all that money on Facebook ads and I didn't get results. And it's like, you know, yes, that happens. But what you need to understand is that Facebook ads are not the lever for success in your business. Your marketing and your messaging are. Facebook ads are fuel to the fire. But if you don't start the fire with good marketing, messaging, and positioning, then you're not going to ignite anything. You're just going to struggle. Okay? So let's do a quick recap on those five lessons and the bonus lesson. Lesson one, if you're not launching, you're pre-launching. Lesson two, build and leverage your custom audiences. Lesson three, have a plan for your ad strategy. Lesson four, make sure to reverse engineer your numbers so you're not flying blind, you're flying informed. Lesson five, play the long game. Okay, it's not about what happens tomorrow. It's about what happens next year, three years down the road. So always be thinking about the long game. And then the bonus tip was get your marketing and messaging right. If you don't have a machine that can convert your leads into sales, whether automated or live, you're going to lose out on money. You're going to lose out on opportunities and you're going to be running ads that don't convert. Okay, so get all of that right and then you're good to go. So if you want a recap of this and a quick rundown of what we covered on today's show, you can head to heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 136. Again, that's heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 136. And we'll have these show notes waiting for you. Just a quick review of what I covered today, plus some timestamps of what goes down. And as one more reminder, if you want to learn more about launching and Facebook ads for success in the digital course world, I want you to head to heartsoulhustle.com forward slash waitlist and get yourself on the waitlist for our new program. Right now we're calling it Operation Launching and Ads, but it will have an official title very, very soon. We just haven't released that yet, but we are excited to. And yeah, so go check it out. Heartsoulhustle.com forward slash waitlist. With that being said, that is a wrap on another episode of the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. I hope you got immense value today. And if you did, make sure to grab a screenshot of this or take a picture and tag me on Instagram stories. I'm at heart, soul, hustle. And I'd love to just hear your big takeaway. What did you like? What did you find helpful? Anything you didn't expect that you heard today? Anything that you heard today that you're going to implement? I love hearing from you guys, especially on Instagram. So give me a tag. Let me know what you thought. And until next time, keep hustling.